Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, podcast dedicated to empowering women. A podcast that empowers women and the marginalized community by helping them tap into their creativity. I'm the writer of the book, The Secrets of Becoming a Boss Bitch with a Heart of Gold. I'm a photographer, filmmaker, and producer. People know me as Ms. Monday. My co-host is Ina Karapkina. She's an actress whose work you might know from films such as Dawn of the Dead and Transformers. She's also the founder and the creative director of Jewel Branding Studios. We have combined our talents and ideas to share tips and techniques on how our listeners can change life for good. Welcome to our podcast. Today's episode is about money. Episode 7. I think the biggest myth about creatives is that in order to be a creative, you have to be a starving artist, that there's no abundance, that being an artist doesn't come with abundance. And we're here to tell you that is not true. There's plenty of artists out there, including ourselves, that are making money and are living a joyful, abundant life. A lot of people assume if you're a creative, you're not going to make money. And I I mean, that comes from an old school mentality, though. It's like even when I started pursuing the, the world of photography and film, um, my parents were like, how are you going to make a living doing that right there's this fear you have to get creative Mm -hmm. and figure out how to monetize your craft yeah and there's there's so many different ways it's it's putting in the time to get really good at what you do yeah it's making sure that you're consistent so people know you as the photographer or the actor yeah um and knowing your worth so after you put on in all that time having the experience creating then you have to name your price and expect to get it i think a big misconception is a lot of people look at a super successful artist singer or creative and they think oh they did it all on their own yeah but who helped them who mentored them who produced them yeah who manages them who does their pr who helps them write their music or create their art you can learn you can watch youtube videos you can learn how to invest you can find mentors it's all about finding a mentor right and then figure out how they did it or what they're doing there's some people that just want to do art and they don't care if they make money they and and that's fine but just figure out what it is that you want to achieve or where you want to go and then model your life around that and understand that this lifestyle is going to cost this much money if you want that yeah when you're first starting out it's true because you're investing in yourself you have to get a certain amount of experience as an artist Nobody's going to be paying you the big bucks when you're just starting out. So when I was in my early 20s, I've learned a super valuable lesson. And and it was the importance of money and connections. Money and connections are vital for a creative to be successful. Money helps us buy things. Yes, materials. But also having money and knowing how and where to spend it can help build better networks and create even more opportunities for financial success. When you spend money correctly in any business, especially in the arts, you can make more money. So during my early 20s, I was living in Europe and I also had a chance to live in Sweden for a while where my family comes from. When I was in Sweden, I dated a famous Swedish photographer who is 25 around that time who worked and continues to work with well-known Swedish pop singers and Swedish models. Um, and he even collaborated with bands like Aerosmith and did work with Backstreet, the Backstreet Boys. Um, but thanks to him... I had 
the incredible opportunity to meet some incredibly talented people like famous songwriters, Max Martin and Rami Yuko. So these guys are some super talented Swedish masterminds behind the songs, uh, hit songs like Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time. And Max has written songs for Taylor Swift and the band like The Weeknd, songs like Blinding Lights and Save Your Tears, among many, many other countless hits. This was eye-opening to me. At the time, I never I never really thought about the people who were working behind the scenes. To me, that is money spent well. And what I learned from meeting these guys is that having the right connections and team can lead to continued success. Yeah, It's like kind of like having a manager who books you gigs or a PR team that makes you look awesome online. Investing money wisely in the right people can help you make even more money. The same goes for acting. Yeah, When you collaborate with the right agent, directors, producers, casting directors, it opens up even bigger opportunities. However, in my opinion, like many people in the arts don't even think about networking and and believe they can do it all on their own or their agent can do it all for them. They don't even know how to network mm-hmm. or want to invest money because yeah. you have to get experience. Yes. So what I would recommend in, in that scenario, if you're young and you're hungry to be creative, is find a way to monetize in different ways. Have multiple income streams to invest back into yourself because you have to do those classes. You can't just go and start acting you need experience you know they can still focus on their goal but they have this little income on the side right exactly i mean i had i worked in the as a bottle service girl in a nightclub for years as i built my business yeah Yeah. and i i did that because i knew it was like good money i knew i was sacrificing some hours on the weekend but i could do that and i could spend my days working on my craft and my business exactly yeah so find a lifestyle that works but you're still able to make some money because obviously we need to survive if you're a young artist whether you're an actor singer painter or any type of creative really i feel it's vital to focus on becoming a master at your art Put in the effort and dedication to become really good at what you do. And then this hard work will boost your confidence and set the stage for success when networking. Because you're not going to be successful if you don't see yourself as success. I mean, it would be easy if we came from Mr. Moneybucks and we all had like a big bank account that was just handed to us, which Fortunately, some people do get that. They do, but then there's some of them that are miserable because they're not living in discomfort Mm -hmm. and they're not heeding the call, the journey. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just been given to them. Oh, the the hero's journey, the journey to getting the money is the best part. The feeling associated with working hard and getting it as like something as almost like a reward. It's wonderful. What's that saying? If, uh, If you give a man a fish... He will eat for a day, but if you teach a man how to fish, he will feed himself for a lifetime. I love that quote. Keeping that quote in mind, it's so important, I feel, to develop those high income skills that will allow you to fish, you know, to make that money, to live a life of abundance. And what are those high income skills? The ones that come to mind are public speaking, connecting to other human beings, having empathy and intuition and creative problem solving. 
Those are the skills that are not going to be replaced by robots or by AI. Those are the skills that are going to push you to the next level within your business, within your entrepreneurial journey, or as an artist, it gets you out there. A lot of people are fearful of AI, but there's also a part to AI that could be quite exciting because you can use it as a tool to propel you to the next level. Interesting that you say that, Ina, because I've been thinking about AI lately a lot and how it's going to affect the industry. And yes, it is scary. But one thing that I think is pretty positive about AI is that the technology is going to help with clear communication. And I think a lot of misunderstandings in life happen because of bad communication. To add to that, it's knowing what you want to communicate, what you want to say, the message you want to spread. I think that's the most important thing. And then you can guide the AI to help you spread that message. It can't decide for you what you're going to say. So the power lies in your message. So bringing it back to making money and living a life of abundance, you want to teach yourself those high income skills so that you can support yourself as an artist and you are not relying on a man to do that for you because as soon as you don't have the power to support yourself, you're helpless, you're stuck and you never ever want to feel that way. You want to feel empowered. There's yeah. something so beautiful about a woman who works hard and makes money and successful it's beautiful and that's where money comes like comes when you are in that state where you're just enjoying and you're working and you're building yourself yeah and I think if I was married to a billionaire or something and I just didn't have to do anything I don't know I don't know if I'd be well I'd probably with my personality I'd still be working but, <laughs> but there's women out there that are just looking for that if you have good intentions and your heart is pure, just keep going for it. You could be a saint and still be judged. So, yeah. but yeah, there's certain situations where, where you might get more judged. <laughs> yeah. But, but need- don't sell your soul. Don't yeah. uh, start dating and getting into intimate relationships just because someone has money. God, you'll and, lose yourself. And the irony is actually the, the people with money who get into a relationship with someone that's looking for that are, are also kind of lost because if they're allowing themselves to be used just for... I don't know about that. Hey, if I was in my late 60s and my husband passed away and some hot 20, 30-something male model wanted to date me... Toy boy? <laughs> I, I would be all for it. I don't know. <laughs> really? I am questioning that, actually. I'd be like, oh, honey, if you want to be with me, go for it. I think I understand where a guy is coming from. If you have that much money, why not? Like, if I can be with a hot young girl, sure. But... I don't think that's the right thing to do if for your soul. I don't think it's good for the girl's soul. He might like it, but, yeah. but it's not good for her soul. I mean, I don't think so. The reason I say this is because if you aren't similar in age, then you're at a different stage in life. And there could be a lack of respect in that relationship. And uh, something interesting to touch upon is sexual harassment in the workplace. Like I know oh in my industry, there's been instances where I had to ignore and walk away certain situations that I was presented with where I didn't feel the power. The situation was like, hey, if you put out, you'll get this job. And I've always walked away. Mm-hmm. But I didn't walk away going off oh, this and like, I'm like, that's that's the world. And that's not what I want to participate in. Mm-hmm. And now with the Me Too movements, there are certain girls that 
didn't walk away and say, ah, it is what it is. They actually stood up and said, F you, I'm not putting up with this. And I'm so proud of them. But that came with a cost. The media sometimes painted them as difficult or as crazy. And their career was ruined. The first person that comes to mind was Rose McGowan and uh, Harvey Weinstein. She was the first to come forward and call him out on it. And the sad thing is that these girls are painted as difficult or as crazy. You know, as long as you respect yourself, just keep respecting yourself. Eventually, you'll be in the right room with the right people yeah, that will respect you. Exactly. You'll attract the right people that are there for for the art of it and not for this, the sleazy side of it. It's changing. I see it slowly changing. But yeah, it's there for yeah, sure. Like, we got to stand behind each other, women, and we need to lift each other up. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. It's all about helping each other succeed because we're not going to succeed if we're sabotaging each other. There's a quote that says, it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. So with that said, be very careful how you navigate your contacts and how you spend your time and energy and money. It's because everything rests upon it, right? A lot of decisions are made based on money. Money really is a powerful tool. Yeah, I, I love that because if it's a tool, what do we do with tools? We learn how to use them. Mm -hmm. So if you're afraid of money, go read books, go get a financial guru or a mentor and really learn how money works, how investment works. And also at the same time, find out how much the person at the top of the field is making in that specific creative pursuit. And that gives you a goal, a mm -hmm. financial concrete goal. Well, there's a lot of ways to make money and there's a lot of ways to grow your money. Some people are just very good with math. So I have this quote on my computer, which is kind of interesting. It's like the million dollar quote. And it's like, how do you achieve a million dollars? And it's interesting because most people look at that number and they're like, oh, that's so much money. But if you actually break it down, you need 5,000 people to buy a $200 product to make a million dollars. And it goes down a list of like 5,000, 2,000, 1,000, 500, 300, basically breaks it down to you only need 300 people to pay $278 a month for 12 months to make a million dollars. You actually break it down, like actually 2,000 people to pay $42 per month for 12 months gives you a million bucks. That's a gym membership. Yeah, most people. That's attainable for sure. There's a great book that I'm making my way through. It's something I had to learn on my own, but I want to start educating my kids sooner rather than later. And this book is called Raising Financially Fit Kids. And it's amazing. Awesome. I'm making my way through it and having very interesting conversations with my kids about money. And everybody, according to this book, has a very different way of dealing with money. There's hoarders. There's people that just give it away and buy a lot of gifts and everything in between. There's the oblivious ones that could care less about money. So it's interesting to figure out what your money habits are. Right. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to talk about is this uh, idea of intellectual capital. We've been creating proposals, pitch videos, and now this podcast. So what we're building is a portfolio of assets. And we're using our intellectual capital, which came from years of investing on ourselves. Every mm. job made us more experienced. Every 
network made us more connected. Every workshop we took made us smarter. So we invested in ourselves. And so now we're using that intellectual capital to build creative assets. And with the hope and the dream and the goal of selling those creative assets. And so the reason I bring this up is if you want to be an artist, and I'm assuming you are because you're listening to this podcast and there's something in you that's waking up, wanting to be creative and do something different with your life. So really assess your day and go, okay, well, what am I doing with my day? And that defines you. If you don't have that foundation of how to deal with money, like even with the small amount that you have in your bank account, say for instance, Mm -hmm. if you get a big chunk of money it's symbolically the same thing. You're going to manage it the same way that you're managing whatever you're managing now. So it's just starting that with that foundation, getting that knowledge, really getting a good hold of your finances, and then moving forward. Growth, you will understand the exchange and how powerful that flow of in and out is. It's the yin and yang, you know? Yeah. What's the baby step that you think an artist, a person who wants to pursue the arts, like say they're in a, a regular nine to five job making minimum wage and they want to carve out time to pursue a creative endeavor and make money along the way. What would your advice be to them? Find something you're super passionate about that you would do without even making money. Yeah, like, I, I agree with that one. so yeah. important. <laughs> Like, because then it just turns into play and then it doesn't matter how many hours you work on it because you just love it. Yeah. And then, you know, advertise yourself. So you can't just hide in a little room and be like, I'm really good at painting, but you never show anyone your paintings or whatever it is, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You got to network. You got to network yeah. your butt off. You get out there and be open and confident and, you know, and, and tell people what it is that you're pursuing and then charge. Like that was the thing my dad always said. Believe in yourself, yeah. believe in your talents and charge. Exactly what you said. Yeah. Get into the right environment that is going to serve you. Go create a venture, go mm-hmm. pursue something that is the driving force of your life and manifest a lot of money along the way. Welcome to Rise Up and Fix It, a podcast dedicated to empowering women.